This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. These boxes are handcrafted to your playstyle and sent to your home, and they start as low as $29.99. Tell them about the boxes they can get, Johnny. They can get anywhere from three to five games a month from the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo, the Nintendo 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Sega Genesis. You know they have it all with Retro Game Treasure. And Deuce has a custom box. They handpick things that you like. They have an amazing website. You put on what you have, put on what you like, put on the genres that you want. They send it to you, custom hand box straight to your door. And of course, they never send you any duplicates. And they always ship on the 22nd of every month so you know they're on time just for you. And it's so easy to order, Deuce. What is the website? The website is Retro GameTreasure.com And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I got my main man, Deuce, my partner in crime, my co-captain, Deuce. Can you get pink eye from a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> and of course we have our third member, Brandy Womack. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Speaking of pink eye... Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> we're ready for the good old Deuce salute. But I'm on... I'm on. Uh, uh, hang on, let me get you a beer. Uh, I'm not drinking tonight, b- believe it or not, folks, because I'm on flu medicine. So, so we're going to do the... Well, you got to put your microphone next to it. I know. What, we are the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, it's the happy hour. Yeah. Do salute. But good. done by Johnny instead by of Johnny. Deuce. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Good times. And uh, before we get into, obviously, the name of this episode is the Deadpool movie review. Spoiler um, cast. Spoiler cast. Uh, we're going to talk all things Deadpool. All the, the spoilers. All the spoilers. All the chimichangas are coming your way. And they only <laughs> said it one time. I know. That's the only time they said it. Uh, I, I wanted to give everyone an update that's been following the vasectomy story. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yes. Freddie's laughing. It's over. It's over finally because I, I actually, it was like almost two weeks I haven't heard from my uh, urologist. I'm like, dude, am I am I in the clear or not? Because I haven't, you know, I I been you know not been able to complete the mission. So to I, speak. Got, <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah, I know. Man. Places to go. Yeah, exactly. If you get what I mean. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna call them. I call, so I call them and they. It was so funny. I called up and said, hey, I'm a, a vasect- post-vasectomy patient of my doctor. They go, oh, is this Mr. Womack? Like, they knew who it was right away. I'm like, oh, yeah. He goes, oh, we were going to call you later on this afternoon. Uh, your wife can stay off birth control. She can be off birth control now. You can resume normal activities. And, and uh, It sounds you, so fucking clinical. It does, like, right? She can get off birth control now, and you can resume normal activities. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it's like it's a fucking, like, the, the tower at the, the airport, like, you can resume their normal uh, landing pattern. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're a doctor's office. It's not like they're going to be like, yeah, you can just go up in that pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Get it on. <laughs> get it on. I guess, man. But I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I would <laughs> like it to be a little less robotic when I'm talking to the people cutting my nuts. Like, I'd much rather be like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. A Pop better, a nut but, in that yeah. girl. Do it. <laughs> Your baby batter has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> There's no venom in that snake. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's no spit left in that python. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those at home that were checking, worrying about my calendar and the little tally marks from uh, Back to the Ignition episode, uh, yeah, so there you go. I am, I am in the clear literally, so... Hey-o. But now you are out of the clear when it comes to spoilers about Deadpool. So you hey. better have turned your 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 radio off or your computer. Yes, or this whatever. is a full-on spoiler cast. It's the Deadpool movie review spoiler cast, and I know it's a mouthful. That's what she said. Uh, and uh, wow, she, my wife just punched me. Brandy just punched me. Anyways, so let's let's do a little rewind here. Let's pull back the curtain, if you will. How did the Deadpool movie even get started? Because, I mean, there's there's a Deadpool. As we had our good friend Maria Saber from Gothic Sushi. Yeah. She's a huge fan of Deadpool. Um, she cosplays as uh, Miss Deadpool, right? She's awesome. Lady Deadpool. And so, like, there's a huge fan base of Deadpool out oh, there. Oh, yeah. It's it's a huge internet sensation. Like, you go to conventions, cons, all over the... And everyone's dressed up as Deadpool. Like, oh, it's, you know. it's done amazing. Yeah. So... How did Deadpool get started, Deuce? There was a uh, we talked about this before. It was like a, a leak Comic Con yeah, footage, right at Comic Con. I want to say it was 
year before last, like the weekend mm-hmm. at Comic Con, the footage leaks, and it was test footage that Fox had done up just to be like kind of like a proof of concept. Like this is kind of like what our idea is for the movie. And it was what like five six minutes long, something like that. Um, it was. I think everybody knows what you're talking about. The uh, the car. Yeah, it's in the movie almost yeah. shot for shot. So. Um, you know, and once that leaked, the internet exploded. And I think once Fox saw how big the reaction was, they're like, "We got to do something." Yeah. I mean, you know, this is too big a reaction. To yeah. Just to sit what on. was your thoughts on that, Brandy? When you first, excuse me, when you first saw it, like, because you, you, for those that don't know, Brandy has like a major crush on Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yes, you love Ryan Reynolds. He's on the list. He's he is on the <laughs> list, ladies and gentlemen. He is on the list, the celebrity list. We all have him, and he is oh on God. he is on the list. Uh, and I said I'd like to join in. He's, he's <laughs> he is a very good looking man. But we, Brady and I, and Deuce, we've all talked about uh, Blade Three, Blade the Trin- Tr- Trinity, and how he is essentially playing Deadpool. Like he's sarcastic. He's got the swords. He's witty. He he like he's Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool to an extent. In yeah. almost every movie that he's in, sure, he really is. Yeah, because I I always said from the jump that his character in Blade Trinity was his test run for Deadpool. Hannibal King. Hannibal King. Because yep. I mean, Hannibal King pretty much was Deadpool without a mask. Absolutely. On. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And then, but even in his um, movies that uh, that aren't even action movies, like Waiting. Yeah. You know. Or look at two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Now it because it was on ABC, it wasn't near as risque, but, I mean, he still had that quick wit. Yeah, he's really funny. He's really comical. Yeah, everything, yeah, uh, pretty much every movie that he's been in, he's had that quick wit, that comic. Just Friends. Yeah, Just Friends. Yeah, that whole Deadpool light. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. uh, Mannerism. So, yeah, the, the dude was, like, born to play this role, if you ask me. Like, well, I, I don't think anybody could have done it better. Well, that's the thing. One of the main things, like, I've been reading Deadpool, and it's not like I'm trying to toot my own, oh, I was a fan before, you know, I'm, it's not that. But I, Hang but on, I, let Johnny get his hipster glasses out. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, what I'm saying is, like, I, I had a fond appreciation of the character, but for those at home, his character's changed a lot throughout the years. Like, when oh, he yeah. was introduced in the New Mutants, he was just a, a mercenary, and he talked to, he, he kind of just talked to his uh, victims or whatever. And sometimes he was sarcastic, sometimes he was serious, but he he talked a lot even then. But he wasn't like he wasn't like breaking the fourth wall a lot. He was very kind of subdued. And then later on, like as you know, a mercenary is someone that gets paid to whoever pays him the highest. They do the job, right? That's what a mercenary is, a merc. And his character kind of evolved over time, and he just kind of got funnier. And then all of a sudden, he started breaking the fourth wall, and he's talking to the reader, talking about current events. Like it's just hilarious. And then he teams up with with Cable. And that was one of my favorite series, Cable and Deadpool, because Cable's so like stoic and like serious and by the book, and and like it's all Deadpool trying to like make him crack jokes and like make him laugh. And like I remember one issue, he was just trying to make do everything he could to make Deadpool la- or make uh, Cable laugh in the entire episode. He finally does it in the very end. It was just really really funny. He gets like a smile or a smirk or whatever, and like he's just fun to watch and read but he's also very prof- like a lot of profanity comes out of his mouth he talks about women and dudes and dicks and boobs and like he talks about everything and he curses as well so like that was a whole let's talk about the PG-13 gators out there oh my like, god big- shut the fuck up yeah like this like if you know anything at all about Deadpool you know that it is not made for kids kids have no business Watching this movie, and kids have no business reading Deadpool comic books. No, kids absolutely have no not. Place at all. It is not for kids. That's the thing. It's like just because it's in a comic book doesn't mean comic book doesn't equate kids. L- let's exactly. just put it that way. That's that's an issue that we run into all the time, and it's not just with comics. It's with anime and manga and and uh other animated shows and things like that. It's like, just because it's animated in, instead of live action or drawn instead of... Not everything is Flintstones, you know? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it kid-friendly. Now, I had a question for you guys and about your viewing experience. Were there any children in the theater when the, you were there? There was like, like thir- 12, 13-year-olds. It wasn't like five, six-year-olds. No, there, no, no, there were no there kids. two six-year-olds in front of me. Jesus. Was there with their dad? Well, Brandy has a story we'll tell at the end uh, yeah. that you'll find entertaining. <laughs> but uh, like it was overall, it was you know, t- 
teenagers that were there. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. and that, I think that's okay because teenagers kind of can understand who Deadpool is. And well, that's the other like, thing too is like, if a movie's rated R, it means you have to be over eighteen, or you can be under eighteen with a parent or guardian. So right. if right. somebody's like, I've got a 15, 16 year old, and I think he can handle this. Right. You know, that's up to the parent. I'm not going to tell I mean, any parent what to do with their kid speaking, unless they bring their six year old to Deadpool, and then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, uh, I'm I'm in agreement with that. I mean, generally speaking, by the time you're you're 15, 16 years old, I mean you've heard and seen. You know what sex is. You know right. what violence is. You know yeah. what the word fuck is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which I lost count after like 35. There's over 35 <laughs> fucks in this movie. There was so a I, lot. D- I, I didn't even try and count. I wasn't gonna try and play that game. Well, I'm just saying like it. It, this is. I mean, there's people are in doubt. Like, oh well, you could just take a couple things away and it's still a good Deadpool movie. No, no, this th- it would change the character. Sure, there's people out there that argue and Deuce has said this before. Deadpool has appeared in other comic books, but that's not his universe. That's their universe. He has to apply by yeah, their he's rules. He's making a cameo. He's making a cameo. He has to apply by those rules. And there's been animated movies where he's fe- been featured in uh, by the amazing Nolan North, uh, the guy who voiced uh, Drake from the uh, Uncharted games. And it was funny. He was fine. But it, it was very subdued. And I have a full movie as a PG-13. I just don't know if it would have had the same impact because one of the things that we'll talk about in a second is how the reason why people wanted a PG-13 film is because they were like, oh, well, if you if you do an R rated only, you're cutting all this demographic of people that watch the film and you your box office would drop and be hurt because of this. But lo and behold, what happened, Brandy? 134 million people watched it opening weekend, which is the most ever of any comic book movie. Did you guys hear that at home? Ever. Wolverine, uh, X, uh, X-Men movies, uh, Iron Man, I think Iron Man at 98 million. No other comic movie has made that much in, in an opening weekend. So it, it, oh. so the R rating had nothing to do with it. And even more so than that, it only cost $58 million to make the movie. Thank you. $58 million. they had to cut $7 million two days uh-huh. before production started. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they use a lot. Why he kept leaving his ammo bag everywhere? Because they yep. could, they had to cut the. Budget. They had to cut the I final fight great. at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, thought I thought it was, it was great awesome. too. But it once worked. I read the story about, because I'm like, why the fuck does he keep leaving his ammo bag everywhere? And they're like, we had to cut seven million at the last it, minute. It was so, hilarious. Uh, he, yeah. had to, he had to leave no, his ammo bag. No was, guns. No yeah, guns. It was hilarious. Like I thought it was great, but but yeah, the, the movie only cost fifty eight million dollars to make, which is considered low, quote unquote, low budget in this day and age. Yeah, but I mean that's the Kevin Smith rule of filmmaking which is you make the movie on the cheap and the studio won't meddle. Once you start getting a higher budget, that's when Then they start putting their in their input. That's yeah. a good point, yeah. actually. Look what like, happened with Joss Whedon in Avengers, the second uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, God, it was a train wreck. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's because everybody had their fingers in the pie. Exactly. That's a good point, actually, to look at. You know, you look at directors like Kevin Smith or Robert Rodriguez who can do the most they can out of the budget they're given, and they, yeah. do a, mm-hmm. they usually do a great, fa- yeah. great job. And there's a lot of practical effects in this film as well, which I really appreciated. There's a lot of stunt work by real people, yeah. and it wasn't just – sure, there's CG uh, Deadpool from here from time again, but a lot of it that you saw in Deadpool, the only th- stuff that was CG was his eyes. The rest of it was him actually Ryan Reynolds in the suit talking, yeah. which was amazing. Like they could have they could have done the whole Spider Man one and and did like ninety percent of it CG where he's always always a CG character. No, they did it where he was real practical effects, and I really appreciated that. And he got to wear this suit every day on set. <laughs> like it wasn't just like, all right, you're going to take a week off. We're going to have yeah. the CG, you know. He was there as much as he could, you know. He took the suit home, you know that. Yeah, right? oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I I really appreciate that from a filmmaking standpoint how how much uh, practical effects they use and even with the cars and stuff like that they they would reuse shots of cars exploding which is really cool but they'd flip them and invert them and do different colors. I was watching yeah. all this stuff. It was really cool. But that's all great movie making. That's all about hey, what can we do to get the most Let's out get, of the scene? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's get the the Let's stretch that dollar as far as we can. Yeah, on that. It's Which, awesome. like I said, I mean, you you just said how much it did on the opening weekend. It like and it, it made 150 in the four day because we had the holiday, right? Yeah, the President's yeah. Day. Yeah. So it did over 150 already. So it so it di- tripled. It tripled already yeah. just this opening weekend. It's going to be more. Which I had another question for you guys. When you were watching, it, did you go and watch it in regular or IMAX? Just regular. 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 Would you see it? I did an IMAX, but I, I to be honest with you, because I'm going to take Heather to go see it again. Yeah. Because I yeah. loved it, and I told her I'm like, we. I originally wanted to see it with her, but she she was leaving, and I'm like, look, we're doing the show Tuesday, so I got to see it this weekend. Right. 
and I said, you know, and then as soon as I got out of the movie, I called her. I said, we're going. Like, next time you see you, we're going. But that's the but feeling. But I might do it in regular instead of But automatic. we'll get into our, our scores later on. But, like, that that first impression, like, we all, I think all three of us walked out of the theater very happy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, wow, this was just a fun movie. I walked movie. out going, uh, laughing, happy. I was just like, that was just awesome. That yeah. was just well, one Fantastic. of the things, and we'll kind of get into the film itself, but like one of the things, because uh, spoiler, spoiler cast, uh, one of the things I loved was how he was, he would be like making, fu- they'd be making fun of the other movies that he was in that didn't oh, do yeah. well. Like, oh yeah, they totally, they, they ribbed at the, and that's the thing, they ribbed at <laughs> um, the X-Men movie. Oh yeah. Where, Wolverine Origins. Yeah, yeah, Wolverine Origins, where they kind of made him. Deadpool. Deadpool, but not, yeah, not really. and it's like they. <laughs> I was just, I was laughing. My well, that ass and he would make fun of all the other franchises that Fox well, owns because he well, was they, like, and he made fun of Green Lantern and yeah. the and the shit show that that movie was. Well, yeah, so. and he's all like, you know, make sure it's not green, it doesn't animate. And he also is like, make sure you don't sew my mouth shut, you know. And I was like, yeah. that's hilarious. And yeah. then there's this, uh, I love this scene where he's he's t- we're talking with his girlfriend, and he's picking up like t- his collection of toys and stuff, and he has like a a knockoff Deadpool from Wolverine Origins, like it's a yeah, toy action figure. Action figure. Yeah, that's I was what like, I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really funny. Yeah. Like I, I was like, all right, that's 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 clever. And you know, the thing is, Deadpool also, you know, like we said earlier, he breaks the fourth wall. But I love how they. You felt like sometimes you're watching a comic book. Like there's a scene where he's sitting there, you know, knocked out, and he's all dizzy, and you see like these cartoon characters on the screen, and like it's just it, that screams Deadpool. Like that's what he would do. He would be talking, and things in his head. It's almost like you're inside his mm, brain. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a thought bubble coming up, but they put it in film form. Like like it's, yeah, it's awesome. It was neat. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I like that. But also like the story itself, I thought was pretty clever. It didn't have to be though. It, the story didn't have to be clever. No. Like it, it wasn't like thought provoking. Unless sure the I felt like this the, the parts where they needed to be like dramatic it wasn't like i don't know it wasn't like underwhelming and it, and it didn't seem cheesy like you thought something like this you can make the those those scenes feel cheesy because yeah. spoiler even the trailer he has cancer right and he's trying yeah. and that's the whole the, the premise of the film is he has cancer he he he's a guy and brandy was talking about this uh when we were in the car was the dude sure he came off as a dick but he has a little bit of a good side in him well that's the thing is okay he is not a good, a good guy. He's not evil. He is He's just less of a bad guy than the other bad guys. Right. That's the thing. Like, he's all up for number one. Well, but and he does have... Here's the thing, is he has his own set of moral code that yeah. he lives by. Because, like, you saw him before he became Deadpool, and he was just, you know, taking jobs as a merc, so to speak, but it wasn't necessarily assassin work. It was like, oh, scare this kid so he stops stalking this poor teenage girl, yeah. you know? And he probably traumatized that kid for life. But, I mean, you know, he turned around and... So that was a shitty thing to do to traumatize a guy for life, but, I mean, he was, you know, whatever. He doesn't care. But then he went back to the bar to, you know, quote-unquote complete the job say okay the job is done and then he turned around and said uh make sure that that money goes back to the girl i don't need some poor girl's babysitting money yeah you know just because it's not her fault that she's getting stalked you know so like i said you know it's not (laughs) excuse me he has his own said he has his own moral code that he that he lives by you know so he thinks nothing of traumatizing a kid for life, but at the same time, he's not going to take a girl's babysitting money. You know, he's he he follows his own rules. Absolutely, and also I loved in the very beginning that this you knew it was a Deadpool movie because there was the very beginning with the introduction, and they were like, "Oh, oh. yeah," where they're like directed by some asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like the the British villain and the, a, a CG character, and like it was just. The, the real brains behind this, the writers, I was like, oh, he gave the writers credit because yeah, obviously they're... Yeah, which was awesome. Which was great. And it just, I loved, even in that opening scene, I, it looked amazing. Like, it was all slow motion and they were in still frame and you kind of got to see the whole 
the van flipping and you got to see like mm-hmm. the bullets flying and all that. And yeah. then they bring it back. They did a really good job of bringing things back. Cause sometimes when you do flashbacks, it gets super cheesy and super like, all right, you're going back to the well again. You're going back to the well again. But the way they did the, the way they did the flashbacks, it kind of helped facilitate the film and it made everything made sense. I think it's almost the only way you could have made the story. Cause I think if you had started the story at the beginning, and then work to him getting Deadpool. I don't think it would have worked. I, I don't think, think it would have had the Deadpool, same impact. Yeah, like yeah. out the gate, and then him go back and kind of fill in the gaps for the viewer. Yeah, because I mean, ninety percent of the people that I saw the movie with, besides two fucking little kids sitting in front of me, like we're all like Deadpooled out. Like sure, like, yeah. yeah. Me like Sean or good yeah. buddy Sean from Grapple Maniacs got yeah. me a Deadpool shirt just so I could watch a movie. So like I had that yep. on, and like everybody else was Deadpooled out. And sure. I can tell you right now. If it had gone five minutes of that movie and we hadn't seen Deadpool yet, somebody was going to fucking riot. <laughs> yep. So. No, it's true. And also, yeah. I, I actually love the, I don't forget her name, but I love the female lead in the film, too. I thought she was Maureen great. Maureen Yeah, she was great. She's, She's from amazing. Firefly. Oh, is that who? Okay, yeah, she she's is from Firefly, Firefly yeah. and she was also on Homeland on Showtime. She's great, and she's been on Gotham lately. Yeah, she's done a lot. She's of really, really good, good and I like the chemistry they have, and like you believe it. And and the thing is, they both. I love how they both kind of got together, and they both have a past, and they kind of both just forgot about their past. You know, it's about them and about the now, and I kind of yeah. like that. You know, sometimes you wish someone they make you forget about your troubles, make you forget about your worries, and that's well, kind of nice. That line she says in there, it's perfect. My fate, my crazy fits your crazy oh yeah. absolutely so, and I yeah think that that's that's a, lo- a lot of relationships you know it's yeah just sure my crazy fits with your crazy and it works mm-hmm. so yeah and i also loved tj miller I, he, his, his his character wasn't very very involved in the film but I, I did i did like you know when he was in there and he played off really well with ryan reynolds he's mm-hmm. just so hilarious and so talented that mm-hmm. i my th- my only complaint if i have any complaint about the movie is I wish he had got more screen time. But the problem with doing such a because it was an origin story. Let's break it down. Yeah. It yeah. was an origin story, no matter how you slice it. Sure. So it had a lot of exposition. Like Absolutely. it had to tell you that he got cancer and how did he get these powers and who mm-hmm. gave him the powers. So the little sidekicks like him didn't get as much time as I would want, but Hopefully in the next movie they'll fix yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. same thing with Blind Al. She didn't get. Actually, to be honest, I, I was just glad we even got to see Blind Al. I was like, I, I didn't know if they'd be able to pull that off, but they did. Well, another thing I thought was hilarious too was because I think some people still don't get it. Like these Marvel properties are owned by different people. Like I think the average audience was like, oh, there's a 20th Century Fox logo coming up. I think people. I said I saw people <laughs> turn their heads when that happened. They were they were expecting like this full on. I don't know. They 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 were surprised by it. The 20th Century. Well, see, that's that's the problem. Like the these these properties as much as I hate to say it, they're so spread out because you know Sony has Spider Man, Fox has. Fantastic Four and X-Men and the Mutants, and then everything else is pretty much owned by Disney now. Right. So, like, when they see the Marvel logo, they think, oh, this is going to be like, you know, like an Avengers movie. And it's right. like, no, no. it's nope. not going to be nope. like an Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, which uh, they did have a couple Marvel Universe, like Marvel, meaning Disney side, the MCU as we call it, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Easter eggs in the movie, which I'm surprised they got away with. Oh, absolutely. And also, I love how they were kind of making, there was a line where, was it Deadpool? Because you meet, you run into two two different mutants uh, at Xavier's School for the Gifted. Uh, Colossus and Negasonic, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which <laughs> when he's like, "What the shit?" He's That's like, like, I mean, yeah. like Negasonic Teenage. What the shit? <laughs> like, that was uh, I mean, his reaction was. I mean, the other thing is Ryan Reynolds. Like he, the way he presented his lines was just funny. Like yeah. it wasn't even have to be a funny line. Just the way he presented it was hilarious. Like sure, like I wasn't laughing at every joke, but most jokes hit for me. And like because mm-hmm. I took it as like a. He's being sarcastic and and whatnot, but like Colossus. Also, I need to like put it out there. Colossus. Some people said of anything negative I ever read in the review was people didn't like Colossus. Well, I think people underst- didn't understand what Colossus was and why he was there. Colossus is was played off as a s- satirical Russian Soviet. Like yeah. he was yeah. overly done, overly dramatic. He o- was over the top on purpose. Yeah. But I, to be honest with you, I think that is the best representation on film of Colossus yet. Sure. Because yeah. in the comic books, that's what he was. He was. Yeah. This big, he actually. You know, 
yeah, he Russian. was a big Russian yeah, doc and, guy. Yeah. The whole thing at the end when the girl's boob pops out, and he's like, oh, but you know, yeah, because he was always just a really nice guy. Just yeah, absolutely. Really, uh, just a straight genuine edge. guy, straight edge guy, straight yeah. lace guy. He sure. just happened to be really strong and could punch people. Yeah, so right. you know, I, which I mean, like I, I agree with you. I think that was. Uh, Despite the over-the-topness of him, it was actually pretty freaking true to character. Yeah, and and of course he was <laughs> a quote-unquote CG character, which is what they make fun of in yeah. the in the beginning. Uh, but as a CG character, I thought he was fine, and he didn't, sure it didn't blow me away special effects wise, but he was fine. He serviced the film fine, and I liked his counterpart, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh, awesome, she was great. She kind of had had like a. A rogue feel to her, like she was kind of like a young, you know, in training student. He said yeah. that like he, he's his protege or whatever, and mentor, and all that stuff. And like she's still kind of like, you know, you can tell she's like, I don't really want to do this. Why am I here? You know, I want to go back and do my things or whatever. And he, she kind of grew to like Deadpool, like grew to appreciate Deadpool. Yeah. What he's went through when she finds out, hey, he has cancer, and like he's he didn't want to be involved with this in the first place because yeah. we didn't even talk about the villain, uh, Ajax. Francis. Francis. And Have how, you seen the mine? thing on, on Facebook now? <laughs> yes. There's a like bottle. Ajax, Ajax bottle. So they scratch it off and they write Francis on top. That's hilarious. It. That's hilarious. But like he has a, uh, let's just call it a facility, if you will, that people, he, I don't know how you want to talk. He, he takes people that are. He takes the people that are at the end of their rope and have yeah. nothing left to lose. Right. And he, and he just shoots them up full of drugs and hopes that the. The hopes that they'll mutate, that they'll yeah, evolve. Because right. yeah, if not, it kills them. Which right. I, I, I mean, as far as taking that as being the the cause of his origin versus the other quote unquote origin from the Wolverine movie. Uh, yeah, I I buy this origin story a lot better. Yeah, and I th- from what. Uh, the little research I've done, it seems like this origin from this movie's a lot closer to the comic book origin mm-hmm. than what. Well, yeah, because it, yeah. it, it was a procedure done on him because he's Wade Wilson, right? Yeah. And well, the character itself is a a uh, what do you want to call it? a satire of uh, Slade Wilson, yeah. who is Deathstroke, right? Yeah. So and they have similar look, similar mask, and like yeah. there's all these things. But like I like how the facility was done. I like how he you know he was tortured and how how like he he. He had a, even though he was being hurt, and he still made wisecracking. He was himself. He was still all himself the all the way through. All of that, which I thought was awesome. Well, and the thing is, we need to clarify for those that, that read the comics: his abilities were was is a he, his healing factor, like Wolverine. It's yeah. even stronger than Wolverine's. Like yeah. he's able to repair limbs and repair organs even faster than Wolverine. Yeah. So that does slow his aging process down, and which is funny because the way he looks, you don't know how old he is. You yeah. can't tell. But he's also his aging process is much much slower. That's why it's it's interesting to see him and Wolverine team up in comic books later on because they talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know about the aging process, like how old are you, old man, and all that stuff. And his his abilities, his sure it enhanced maybe his his senses a little bit, but he already had advanced training because you know he is a he was he was a former was special operative, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like special forces operative, and yeah. and they even talked about it. you had forty five or forty kills before you even was Deadpool, and like so you already had like this ex marksmanship, but like how to yeah. use weapon. Him becoming Deadpool didn't teach him how to use guns or how no, to use he, swords. You know, no. like we need to clarify that. Like yeah, he knew all that. Shit he knew already. all that already, and he was great at that. But him being Deadpool, the the his mutant abilities mm. helped increases his awareness, his senses, and whatnot. But if he didn't have that proper training, he probably wouldn't be. He'd just be some yeah. guy fumbling around, getting his arm chopped off. You know what I mean? Like, look at me. Yeah. Which would have been funny to watch, but like, yeah. it is cool that he's a badass too. He's able to back up his merc, his mouth. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's able to go in and be like. I love the very beginning. I have to talk about it. Where he had, he loses, he, he leaves his guns or whatever. He only has one, 12 rounds, and, uh, you know, 12, 12 rounds. And, and they and they do a great job in the film of being able to, like, all right, that's that's the 12th shot, the 11th <laughs> shot. What did you see at the end of the bullet? Like, the couple times when it showed the <laughs> yeah, bullet, it there's the, the numbers, numbers yeah. Yeah. on it, too, which I like. That's good. Yeah. Feel, that's good. I love the part where he was pissed off and he shot the dead guy like two, twice. Two extra like, times. Oh, it's like, worth it. stupid. Worth it. <laughs> Bad Deadpool. Good Deadpool. Yeah. It was really, you it was know. It's just awesome. Yeah, and I, I just love, I don't know, just the way the world looked, too. I don't know where it was shot. I don't remember where it was shot. but I bet you it was Vancouver. I'm probably. You right now, probably. it was something. Because they, they, you can shoot shit so cheap <clears> in Canada. <throat> and, I mean, come on. It's not like anything was really outside much, and it was cold. So Yeah, you know. and we're going to take a small break. 
And when we get back, we're going to talk more about the amazing Mark with a Mouth, Deadpool. I notice what y'all simply grotesque. That gamer hip hop shit, that's soon to be the best. I'm never high earthbound, the episode I must address. I hope my mic is well compressed. Told me I'll run back, that lyrical nest. Life of a gamer, plus a silent entertainer. Mash your buttons, watch what I press. Leaving them as on the compression. Now you know why I am the best. Bow, bow, You're rocking with the best, and that's Ness. And that's a new record. And that's a new record. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And of course, I'm Johnny. We've got May May and Deuce. And of course, Brandy Womack. What, what? What, what? And of course, we're talking about the amazing Deadpool, the movie. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention was Gina Carino, former UFC fighter. Yes. She was in it. And mm-hmm. we were talking about it. Brandy and I in the car on the way home. It was like she's been in, she's really kind of breaking into the action because uh, she was in uh, Fast Six as well. She was in Fast Six, and then she did a couple other movies. Because uh, now, and, and, and uh, you, 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 MMA fanboys can yell at me. Uh, I'm not even sure she was in UFC. I think she was in Strike Force, which UFC. Oh, bought. okay. So she was an MMA yeah, fighter, but she, yeah. MMA fighter and the champ. She right. was a lot like Ronda Rousey. She had a quite a large win streak. Right. Um, but like when she finally quit. Um, was right about when Dana White got Ronda and all the sure. girls into UFC. Yeah. And then she went to do movies, and she did like two or three action movies in a row, and then she kind of fell off for a minute, and now it looks like she's doing them again. I love her in action I movies. I think she's awesome. She can act. She's great. She's very attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and come on, she's not doing Shakespeare. It's, no. You know, it's no. an action movie. And, they, so. and I, like, yeah. I like how the director Tim... Well, that's the thing. She didn't have a ton of lines. Mm. She didn't have a lot that... In, so, she was intense. But her I, face was very intense. Yeah, exactly. Her body language was more of the... Did more of the acting than the the words that she spoke. Her body language did more. So right. I, and I liked it. I, I think she did good for what yeah. she was doing. I mean, like, I was intimidated, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it was effective. And also I liked how it's super effective. Super effective. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how the director Tim Miller got to pretty much let her do her thing. Like there was a lot of like cross arm breakers and suplexes and like I think he just kinda said, Hey, what would you do to this person if you were in a ring with them? And that was really yeah. neat. And that's yeah. all stuff that like that's a direction standpoint. Like you give the, sure the writing is great, but you have to give a lot of pr- hats off to uh, the director Tim Miller. Like he did some really cool aesthetic stuff. Like speaking of breaking the fourth wall, I, this is a scene that bro- I I keep thinking about. It's very simple, but Deadpool's talking to the camera. And he's like, uh, you probably shouldn't see this, and Deadpool is literally pushing the camera off screen away. You're, yeah, you're like yeah. you're the audience in the camera is being pushed away, and you're off yeah. screen. You're like that's cool. Like yeah. that's a direction standpoint. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean. Another director could have done something different. Like this is this is the director. Like he did a lot of great little moments like that. We were like, all right, that was that was cool. And he's like, who are you talking to? No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about them. Them. And he's pointing to us as the audience. In the audience. Yeah. yeah. And I, neat. Th- I thought that was really clever. And there was a lot of just small moments like that that it just kind of really made me go, all right. Because we said earlier, this this film didn't have to be like the second coming. You know what I mean? This film. This film was. I think this film was going to do okay either way, but yeah. it being as good as it is, I think, is a testament to the director and to Ryan Reynolds and the writers. And like you said, it's all the small moments. Like the two of my favorites that were in there was one is he talked about the X Mansion blowing up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was they were like, "Is Xavier here?" And he goes, "Well, Stewart or McAvoy?" Because he <laughs> yeah. knew the difference. And then they said something else about the X Men. He's like, "I don't know. That timeline's all fucked up now." Yeah. Aside, yeah. I like that they're going back to you know the way back machine with the X Men. I do too, now. and like the first new class X-Men was looks amazing. Good. Yeah, and oh, you know they're gonna have Deadpool pop up in every fucking one of them that they can. Yeah, and Days of Future Past was good. Yeah. yeah, 
Days of Future Past was really Days good. Days of Future Past was... And then, of was, course, X-Men Apocalypse is coming out. Which we saw the preview for that. The, the new trailer looked really good, actually. The new trailer. It got me more, more sold on it now, because I was a little iffy, you know. Let's be honest. You see you know, all these comic book movies, and you kind of get desensitized to them. You're like, oh, something's really good. Well, I good. think that's why this movie did so well, because I think everybody has kind of gotten to the point where we're getting comic book fatigue. Absolutely. Like, there's so many bit, yeah. of them, and there's so many comic book TV shows, and it's like everything's whitewashed, and it's the same. But to have an R-rated, hard R-rated superhero movie, you're like, mm-hmm. holy shit! There's some new stuff we can do in this environment we haven't done before. Yeah, they it did so well. Well, that's the thing is the PG-13 rating limits you. It yeah. limits you, and it's not like we want to sit. It's not necessarily necessarily that you want to toss around the f bomb every thirty seconds. That's not just the only thing that gets it that you know it constitutes an R rating. You no, know, it's it's the violence and the level of violence, like how they've gotten away with Wolverine stabbing so many people and getting a PG thirteen. I still don't understand. Well, you get one fuck. And that's you like get the one, it's the one fuck two fuck rule yeah. is the PG thirteen R. Right. I know right. that rule. Right. But, uh, but also, well, if you've noticed, speaking about the Wolverine stabbing people, there's not a lot. There's no blood. Well, and I think that that's part of it, and too. And that's why. Yeah, and that's why, actually, at Toy Fair that's just happened, Fox announced that Wolverine 3 is going to be rated R. Yep. So hot they, damn. Well, I think that you're going to see... Let's see, old man. See yeah. it, this trend where there'll be at least Fox, I think, will be willing to make more R-rated superhero mm-hmm. movies because they saw how well it did. I'm just hoping they don't go, like, too far the other direction where it's like now they all got to be. And I hope they well, don't. Well, you got to think that okay, you're trying to market. Okay, who? What generation was really into the comics? It's people that are in their thirties. It's 30s people and 40s that are in now. their thirties yeah. and forties. Yeah. Right. We don't need a PG thirteen rating. You know, I mean, I get it that I mean, if you can watch the Avengers with your kids and stuff, yeah. you know, and that's PG thirteen and that's cool. But, like, it's all right for us to have some stuff for ourselves. Kind of like right. what they did with Netflix with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, 100%. there's a lot of room to play in that sandbox sure. where it, it's still wide open for everybody. Yeah, because the audience that's watching, not, you can't assume, but the audience that's watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. probably is not necessarily watching Daredevil. Because, no. like, you have a, a Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ABC, you got this big open... Anyone can watch it. It's yeah. like PG or something. TV PG. Oh yeah. Yeah. Super open, mm-hmm. easy to watch or whatever. Then you go to you know you go to Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones was, yeah. yeah. Jessica Jones is amazing. Um, but I think what's so great, Deuce hit it on earlier. Deadpool is like it flipped the script. This isn't yeah. a hero. This is a guy saving the day. This is the anti-hero. This yeah. is the guy yeah. like doing his thing. Alpha number one. You know, he has this amazing... Like gr- I said, it's not that he's a hero. He's just less of an asshole than the other assholes. assholes. This is different. It's not, <laughs> it's not predictable in any way. Like, you didn't know where this film was going to end. Like, you right. had no idea. And, and and the thing is, when you tell someone there's a love element in it, you're like, oh, but no, even this... like Yeah, like, and i got to say, I think what m- did so well in this movie is they sold the little moments, like... The love story could have been crappy and, like, cheesy, but they sold it and they made it work. Mm-hmm. And when they were saying, oh, it's Valentine's Day, oh, it's Women's Appreciation, or whatever the fuck. Like, all those little things, I was like, oh, okay, they made this cute and this is funny and, right. you know. you know. Well, I love how they made, they had this awesome cut of the film and the trailer where it was like a, a, a Valentine's Day, like, rom-com or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. They had this awesome poster, this orange background, and, like, yeah. I, I just thought it was really clever. And, and the writers and the, the directors and the editors, you know, give my hats off to them for that. I also loved how when he was making his suit and, like, he, everything had a justification to it. Yeah. Like, he's doing his thing. He's, like, he makes one with, like, almost like a plastic-looking bag or mesh bag, and he's, like, eh. And then he does another one. He's, like... You guys can't hear me in this thing. You, can you not hear me? And he's like to the audience, "Can you guys not hear me? I, I must. You must not be able to hear me in this." And then he makes a mask that you can kind of hear him better. Like he, he, he well, ma- he started off with the white. That's true, yeah. But it's always really funny how he's he, there's justification for everything he does. Why he's wearing red because of his blood, and he, you know he heals, and he just yeah. doesn't want to come home with like. You know, like, it's a dead giveaway. It's like a target. Like, you come home in a white shirt, and you're like, oh, there's blood all over you. Cops might come question yeah. you and all this. And then he makes a joke about the, the brown pants and all that, which is great. But, like, it's I amazing. feel like there was justification for almost every action that he had. Even though he's brash and seems unpredictable, he had a thought process there. And I, I really appreciated it. And I also like how he's, even though he's all, like, 
you know, all about number one. He actually was trying to help the taxi cab driver. Like, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was a like, funny moment. Yeah, yeah what he said that Kill he had the, the dude in the, the, dude the guy in was the in the truck. And I was, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, and that's the thing. Like, this movie like, did I so well. I never said you should do that. I am so proud of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and there's little things like that that just really made the movie. Yeah. You so. should take him home. Kill him. Yeah. It was really <laughs> funny. And, and I just, I appreciated all the little, this minutia in the film. It just, it really made it, because you didn't know how, we didn't, we, we wanted, we hoped for the best, but we didn't know what was going to happen at the end of this movie. We didn't no. know, like, how this was going to be. It could have been a shit show, but it wasn't. Yeah. And that's, that's all. I think that's all we wanted at the end of the day, was we wanted a good movie. And, yeah. like, I was so excited when I went out. I literally left and went to Target and, like, tried to find a Deadpool shirt. Nice. I wanted to get it. I had one on, but I wanted another, another one because I was so excited about it. I got one. Did I tell you, Brandon? I didn't tell you. I bought one today uh, online. Because oh. T, T, well, cause you bought a Supernatural shirt out of I blue. Did. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I get to buy my, I'll treat, treat yourself. <laughs> I'm going to treat yourself. I'm going to treat myself to a Deadpool shirt because I only have, like, one or two Deadpool shirts, yeah. uh, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. And, and I have uh, I think I have like one or two, right? I think so. You definitely have one. Yeah. I don't know if you have uh, two. I so I saw one that I it was one of those things where I got an email from T mm-hmm. T Fury and like special mark with a mouth edition and there's twenty different artists that made shirts and I'm like, All right, let me go look and look through and I'm looking through and I'm like, These are clever, predictable and then I come across one where I, I was an insta buy. I had clicked add to cart immediately. It was <laughs> one, it was it was and you'll see it when I get it, but it was it, it has a uh, it, the, the shirt's called the shirt's called Oh No, and you see uh, Boba Fett staring grimly at him. And Boba Fett, you know, from Star Wars, looking at Deadpool. Deadpool's on the ground with his hands out, going Oh No, and it's it's Han's Cob- uh, Han Solo's carbonite. He dropped it, and it shattered into a thousand pieces. Oh, like, no. oh no! And then <laughs> Boba Fett staring down at him. It's, I, I was like, I had to buy this. Click at the cart. One of my one of my favorite little moments in the movie is. Um, when I know it's it's CG animated, but still the face that he makes where he's like, oh, no, yeah, the Put shock, his hands up yeah, in, the, on his cheeks and yeah, all that. Yeah, that was hilarious. Was like a, just the way like, he is acting and and just so kudos to the special effects department on that for making yeah. that mask that be able to well, express a, a lot of it. A lot of it was his eyes because yeah. most of the mask was actual mask. It's just the white in his eyes. And that's also helps from a budget standpoint. You don't have to animate the whole yeah. face. You yeah, can just, just animate the eyes, the, the, the white in the eyes. And, you know, I'm looking at our awesome, uh, mini, uh, canvas from JB designs. He, he gave one for our studio. Awesome. Uh, it's it. Deadpool. It's awesome. Um, definitely check him out. Um, and, uh, he's an awesome artist and, uh, Deuce, it's, it's interesting for me because like, there's all this talk about Cable now. Because at the very end, let's talk about the little stinger at the end. Oh, God. Deadpool comes out in a freaking robe, and it's hilarious. It's like so you're watching like a sitcom. And he's com. talking to the audience. Well, yeah. you know what that's from, though, right? That's from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yes. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. stinger yeah, absolutely. Ferris Bueller's Day Off absolutely. is the exact like, same thing. You're yeah. still here? Go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was hilarious. But the way he did it, he's like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about dead, Deadpool, another Deadpool. And they're like, hey, we're, we're trying to find a... Now the way the way he described it, he named off actors. He named off some actors, didn't he? I don't remember who he named. Yeah, but they weren't. He said something like silly, really like Kira Knightley, like yeah, Kira Knightley, and there yeah. was two other guys. Yeah. Uh, like, but the real running right now, the real people in the running, because we've been seeing spoiler, quote unquote. Deuce and I were like, no, that's not, because I found like there was this picture that was being linked online, which isn't true. Yeah, but it was I linked just, everywhere. I, I got to rub my brain because yep. I just rolled my eyes so hard. Yeah, <laughs> literally, he, he he sent me this. He's like. Dude, Kevin Nash is gonna be Cable. And I'm like, the fuck he is. Yeah, like, yeah. is no, he, he is. is he gonna yeah. run around that movie with a knee brace? Yeah. Like, come on. No, but, like, but come on. No, no, no. But like, Deuce says this, but he's he's been on the end of non blue checks on Twitter, so he he's done the same thing. Yeah. So we've all done it. But Nash looks just like Cable now, like legit. Like you put back to back, he has the same facial hair, the hair, yeah. the look, the the body. Okay, but it's dude. not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. But. The people, the real people in the in the running is you have Stephen Lang from Avatar, the the big be, the big beefy older guy that's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. But Deuce said, you know, he's a little bit older. He is. He is yeah. a little bit older. And who's the other guy they have up in? Oh, well, Ron Perlman. Ron was Perlman's awesome, the which other would one be that's awesome. in the running. Which I would 
Ron Perlman's. Ron Perlman. He's, he's done voice perfect. acting for yeah. comics and video games. Yeah. Like, the dude has a look plus to him. Plus, he can do a lot of action because I was a huge Sons of Anarchy fan, and he did a lot of action. And he's, in you know, he's been in Blade. Around. Like, the dude's yeah. been Hellboy. Like, the dude's been all over uh, Pacific yeah. Rim. Yeah. The guys well, that's that, what I'm saying is he's no stranger to action, action yeah. and even comic book with Hellboy. And yeah. he could be this stoic character because, like, let's let's be honest, like, Ron Perlman as a person is kind of stoic and, like, yeah. I'm doing well, I'm, I'm, like, a tough guy, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. But he has a little bit of a, a flair to him, a little bit, like, and you watch him and you're like, there's something a little off about this guy, but I love it. I want to see what he does next, you know? Like, yeah. he's got that little, like, there's some, something charming about him that yeah. I think it, I think him and Ryder Nodes would be awesome. But then there's that flip side where Kira Knightley would be a female cable. What, what do you guys think about a female cable in her, no, like, in this no, universe? No. 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 Well, I mean, it's not that I'm opposed. It's just, no. No, cable needs to be a guy. I mean, it, you're, you're really messing with the with the ethos of the character when you flip them. Plus, you forgot to mention John Hamm, who's in the running, too. He so really is in the running? He's, he's oh, I thought you were joking. Have you seen the picture? No. Like, they did a CGI, like, picture makeup with him, and they, they grayed his hair, and they gave him the eye. Like, he looks spot on. I've got, I can't find the damn thing now, but uh, but he looks spot on. He won't on. put us to sleep, though, right, when we're watching him? I love Mad Men. I don't I'm know sorry. what the fuck your problem it's is. Not that, and I get hate on you. You get send all yeah. your hate to me, uh, Show at gmail.com. Because that is prestige television, Mad Men. I man. just couldn't get into Mad Men. I, I, fell, I don't fall asleep during shows, really, uh, unless it's really late. I just couldn't get into Mad Men. Maybe it won't, maybe down the line, I'll, if it ever well, comes on Netflix is, or something. It's a period piece. It's a lot of. It's not a lot of action. It's a lot of talking. So I, mean, I, I mean, like the yeah. time period that it's yeah. in. I, I'm actually a big fan of the time period that it's in. But I just felt like maybe I just wasn't at the right time to watch this. Uh, maybe I'll give it another shot. But yeah. I'm not saying the guy isn't a good actor. He's, he's that's a, it. That's let me it see. Right I haven't there. seen Show it. Show him that. Yeah. Tell me he that ain't good. spot He looks on, good. Right? He does look good. I'm not going to lie. He looks good. Yeah. And he's a good actor. I'm not saying anything with his chops. I'm just talking about I don't think he has a full library of films that really show off action. Like well, I feel think like about it. Like he could he could, he's young, he's young enough that he can do all the, the age action is perfect. Stuff, the right? age is perfect. But I think also I think he would do it cheap enough to where they you don't might have to have like, a crazy budget. Yeah. yeah, like okay, we'll do John Hamm because sure. he'll take the pay cut. So he can do an action sure. movie yeah. because he's already told Disney to fuck off, right? Because he yeah. said those. He said, and I quote, "Those Disney Marvel contracts are draconian, and I will not do that." Wow! And I was like, "Damn!" He's like, Damn. "He's like, they make you sign away fifteen years of your life, and I'm not doing that shit." Yeah. So I, I think he could do it with Fox because Fox might be like, "Look, uh, we want you to be Cable." Because here's the thing. Cable might only be in one movie. Like right. he might just yeah. do Cable and Deadpool, and then the next movie be Deadpool some other Deadpool story. Else, yeah. So he might just be like, "Hey, we'll sign you for one picture deal, just to try it. And if you want to come back and do the character, do you more, think? I mean, we'll do more I think this. I think this I think guy would be Stephen pretty Lang. That's Stephen Lang. Lang. Uh, I, I, I love. Old. I think he. My looks... problem is he's too old. Yeah, but Just Cable isn't that young, anyways. I he's mean, not that young, but you think that old ass dude's gonna be running around doing all them? He's stunts? in amazing shape, dude. He does all of his own stunts. You you've seen this guy? I mean, this I've guy seen is him. I've shredded. seen him in Avatar. He I saw him shredded. in Terra Nova. And, and he, and I'm not dissing how shredded he is. And he's got an amazing jawline. The dude he does the have dude. a good jawline. All I'm saying is, <laughs> why don't you marry him, Johnny? Yeah, like, yeah, I know. I mean, God. <laughs> So, <laughs> Stephen Lang, you're awesome. Right, do I need to like get a hold of him so you can be in a room with <laughs> but him? But here's the other thing too, though, because I really think with Cable, because even if Cable's just in the one Deadpool movie, the next movie I can tell you right now that's going to be up on the slate, it's going to be X Force, and they're going to need him for that. So, long story short, you got to sign the tenth guy up for ten years. That dude looks like he's eighty already. Like he ain't going to make it another ten, fifteen doing that character. John Hamm could, because he ain't eighty. So well, I have a question. Do you think we ever see? Do you think we ever see uh, X Men uh, and Deadpool? Yeah, I don't. I, yes and no. Will we ever see the X Men in a Deadpool movie? Yes. Will we ever see Deadpool in an X Men movie? Only if they let it be rated R. Art's a cameo because, like, remember when Wolverine came in? Yeah. I think it was first class. And he told him to fuck off or yeah. something. Yeah. Like you could have him do that and be like, yeah. oh, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, yeah. and then just walk off. But yeah. for like a whole two-hour movie with the X Men, I don't know. I would love to see it, and I think as popular as Deadpool is now, they I think if Fox's fingers on the pulse, they're going to be like, we got to get this guy in everything. 
Like yeah. Ryan Reynolds is going to get – because I can tell you right now, in my opinion, we're going to get a Deadpool 2. We know that. Absolutely. We're going to get an X-Force movie. Mm-hmm. And he was in X-Force. Yep. So he'll mm-hmm. be in that one too. And then they might make him let him make sporadic cameos in the X Men movies. Because yeah. to be all honesty, I kind of want those two separated. Sure. Like yeah. X Force is fine because X Force is basically mutant black ops anyway. Sure, so that's right. absolutely not a big deal. But the X Men movies kind of got its own thing. They got their own feel. Yeah, and the other thing too is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The X Men right. movies are making bank, so yeah. absolutely, you know, they don't need to really tweak the formula. It's like if you got Coke and it's still selling, why are you going to start fucking with it? So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You make a valid point. Yeah. Uh, I also want to give a big shout-out to Junkie XL. Uh, he is the composer uh, for uh, the film. And I, I thought is he the one that came up with a Deadpool rap? He came, I think he came up with everything, yeah. He came up, he came up with all the stuff. And he, he co-produced it with someone else, too. But he, he did all the music in the film, and I thought it had a really <laughs> cool... Like it had like it had the I hit. had fucking Shupa dupe in my head <laughs> for like a week. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know, man. But it's like when when you start doing the thing with the costume and it's like Deadpool rap. I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> rap? <laughs> <laughs> really? Like it was like, yep. Deadpool so rap. so guys, if you had to, and we do this with all of our films, if you had to get this film out of ten, what would you give it, Brandy? Oh man, like a nine. Like I loved it. Loved it. You like, recommend it. Definitely. Like it's de- not to young children though. <laughs> no, not to young children at all. But yeah, if you're if you're into comic book movies and you're into action movies, if you like South Park and you like Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll I think you'll like the movie and I I I'd, I'd give it a strong 9. Okay. Deuce. I would give it a 9 and a half. And the yeah. only reason I'm not going to give it a 10, because I think it deserves a 10, is just because I'm sure there was a couple things they could have done a little bit better. But, like, when I walked in and then when I left, I was like, that was perfect. Like, you couldn't have done Deadpool any better than that. Because, and that's the other thing, too, going into it as a comic book fan, but also as a fan that has a brain in their head, I know that, like, 90% of the people that were going in that movie did not know who Deadpool is. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's going to be exposition good point. heavy. Because yep. you, you've got to tell an origin. Like, if, if people go to a Spider-Man movie, by this point, we all know Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, right. I could probably ask he your got, son, Spider-Man, yeah. and he can tell me who he Spider-Man is. He got bit is. by a spider, now he's a Spider-Man. And Uncle Ben's dead. Like, he, he probably knows yeah. that. Like, he knows the basics. It's like Batman. Everybody knows Batman. <laughs> but... You couldn't skip that part with Deadpool. You no. had to tell the story because ninety percent of the audience. Same didn't thing know. with same thing with uh, Dawn of Justice. Like yeah. the average audience has no idea uh, other than you know Wonder Woman is they, maybe they don't even know she's Amazonian, but they don't know her backstory. They don't well, know besides Aquaman's the holy backstory. trinity of DC: Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. People don't know who the fuck Cyborg nope. is or Aquaman. Well, they know him from the joke on uh, Entourage, and, yeah. you know, as a joke, but yeah. not as like what he can really do. Right. Um, you know, and I think Arrow and Flash has been saving, you know, DC's ass on CW. Well, now, yeah, yeah the Flash crossover with, with Supergirl. What yeah, the heck was awesome. that all about? I had no, I don't, I haven't even watched Supergirl. I heard it's I, good. I'm watching Supergirl. Supergirl's it. great. They haven't aired the episode yet, but my opinion, and this is just opinion, I haven't watched yet. I think what they're going to do is make a multiverse and she will be in a different reality because they're already dealing with different realities on the flash. Cause sure. you got earth one, and earth two. Sure. I think they're just going to have her be a different earth. And only reason I think they're going to do that instead of having her be a part of the arrow flash universe, a her power is so strong that why wouldn't you call her anytime something happened? Like mm-hmm. a bad guy shows up. Why don't I call Supergirl? And two, Supergirl's universe has established that Superman's running around, and I think CW's kind of got a no Superman fly zone. So if Superman's around, why the fuck wouldn't you call him if you got a problem? Sure, like, yeah. that makes sense. Damian Dark's trying to take over the city. Well, get the fucking Supergirl to deal with that shit. Yeah, so, yeah you know. exactly. That's true. Good point. What uh, did you give it? You know, I, I my first reaction was 8 out of 10, but then I, as I was... As I was like driving home and we were talking more, it, it wasn't that I was overanalyzing it. It was just I was like, oh, bullshit! Eight out of 10. You always overanalyze. I, no, but it was like eight out of ten. It was fun, and and that thing was, 
that's what this film needed to be. It needed to be fun. It need it yeah. didn't need to be mind blowing, thought provoking, have all this like interweaving story and, and mm -hmm. crazy, you know, days of future past, you know, uh inception thing going on. Like it just needed to go in and have a good time and have a fun time. Which and we did. Which we did. And and I, I think we all recommend it. And Happy Hour Johnny Deuce approves this shit. Yes. So. Well, I think that that's the key with this oh. movie and the key with, like, the superhero movies. Like, lately they've gotten too convoluted, and that's the most fun I think I've had all year in a movie theater. It was fun. Because I just went in yeah, and had a blast. I mean, granted, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but... Yeah, and it's not going to win an Oscar or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I didn't. I need to give a little tidbit here. So we were finally uh, leaving the movie. Oh, and, yeah. Tell the story. And Johnny had to go to the bathroom. One or two. One. Okay. Whatever. He had to go to the bathroom, so I was in It's the important the story. He might have had to power Duke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was waiting in the hallway next to the bathrooms for him, and everybody else that was in the theater was walking yeah. by me, and there was a woman who, uh, you could tell that this was not her idea yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to be there, and I heard her talking to her. She was there with a group of, I'm assuming her children, her old ch older children, like 20-year-old yeah. yeah, children, yeah. and maybe a boyfriend or a girlfriend yeah, of a yeah. kid or whatever. But she was like, I did not belong in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about how old was the lady you think? Like 40, 50 something? Probably 50 something. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Like, like, I mean, I, I'm not going to take my mom to go see Deadpool. She's yeah. like, I did not belong in that movie. Who picked that movie? Did you pick that movie? <laughs> Out of all the movies playing, that's the movie you picked? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like, she was kind of going off on her kids or what? Well, it's funny because I walked out and Brady, I was like, you okay? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, was like I was barely holding my shit together <laughs> yeah. in the hallway. Well, it's, it's <laughs> definitely not for everybody, but I mean, it. Like I said, I think because the superhero movies have gone so far, and there's so much fatigue, we had to do something to kind of like right the ship. And I'm hoping this will do it. Um, you know, I hope they don't go crazy the other direction because now they said you know New Wolverine's going to be rated R, and I'm like. Well, shit, what are they going to do next? Say, we're going to reboot the Fantastic Four again, and it's going to be rated R. Oh, uh, no. I like. I love superhero superhero movies. I do. I love well, You're them. wearing a Marvel shirt right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Marvel shirt right now. I love superheroes, but I am getting kind of burnt out on, like, there's just movie well, after see, movie this after the thing. movie. Like, now, like, I, I'm to the point where I don't go to the movies much anymore because this is a giant pain in the ass, and, it, and I'll get to your bathroom thing. Like, when I go now, I have to buy an aisle seat because I get up and go to the bathroom three times. I went four times during Deadpool to the bathroom. Four times. I drove to fucking D.C. six hours straight. Didn't take one piss. But an hour and a half movie, I had to get up and pee four times. So, and I don't know what it is. And every time I go to the movies, it's the same bunch of bullshit. Same thing when I went and saw Avengers. So, I'm just to the point, I just don't even like going. I well, it is a lot of work because I mean, Brandy and I had to get a babysitter. Oh, Big yeah. shout out to our friends Christina and Justin yeah. for watching our kids at night. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like you know, it is, it is tough, especially if you have a kid and stuff. I mean, you and go it's up, expensive. it's expensive, yeah. And, you know, yeah. So you know, you go. I mean, you that theater is we went to the amazing, amazing. Oh, awesome you, theater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that theater, and most the most theaters are nice. Yeah, this yeah. one is particularly yeah, because nice. it's brand new. We've only had the bitch what six eight months. Yeah, so. it's Avengers: yeah. Uh, Age even. of Ultron. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. And they got I mean they got a bar there. They got full on like food there. It's really Real cool. Food there too. Like, yeah, but I took I, mean, I took a I, yeah I took um, um Man, you're paying for that yeah. shit though. You like, are yeah yeah absolutely. Fucking eighteen dollars for a small popcorn and a drink, man. What? Yeah, I thought or it was eighteen like for the two. Or, like, or maybe it was twelve. I, it was twelve. A, okay, because okay. there's eighteen where it's you get two large sodas where did you and see large the film? popcorn. Which it's Sinopolis. Oh, you went to the yeah, same I went to Sinopolis. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we, me and Heather had lunch, and then I went over there to yeah. to go watch a movie because I told her because originally me and her were gonna see it together, and I said, look. Brandy and Johnny went last night. I know we're going to talk about it on Tuesday. I got to go. And mm. she's like, it's fine. Go ahead and go. And as soon as I got out of the movie theater, I called her. I said, next time I see you, we're going. Like, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. We're going. Because it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, 
we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And, you know, we, we got to give you, if you already saw the film, then you, that's why you're watching it or listening to this episode because we call this a spoiler cast. So, if you, like we said earlier. But we didn't spoil that much. No. I mean, we really, it was no. very spoiler yeah. light, to be honest yeah. with sure. you. Sure. Oh, Ryan Reynolds did get pegged. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, ball. No wonder that old lady was pissed. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That, uh, that yeah, we love the film. We definitely recommend it. Go, go see it with all of your adult friends. Yeah. And uh, how do people find us on the internet, Deuce? You can find us on the internet, facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at HH Podcast Show, and you can send us your emails to show at gmail.com. And when you're putting in the old Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three hashtags you can use. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on the loose. loose. Later. See you. Bye. And if you like the music that you heard on this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, don't forget to check out our good friend Manic on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Manic Elite. Manic does a lot of things making me mental 99 problems and resolving them all could be so simple Yeah, I don't have the intellectual slack or fundamental Pipes in my raps, yeah, my voice is so instrumental My rap style's explosive, my mind is so corrosive Yeah, it can be a shock and my emotions are explosive Truly a mess, such a lyrical mess And I don't need the water, let them know I'm the best Cause there's many ways I tend to use side Watch these kids boo, cause I'm such a supreme guy True tricks off the kids and how to use them in the manner but stay fancy, follow my rappers, listening glamour But no need, I'm a street fighter Simply off a lot of punk sticking in you go Running at the mouth, bruh So call me Alex, giving the game some balance